Russia has launched a full-scale invasion of Ukraine, and the people of Davis are in solidarity. From the Blue Devil Hub, this is the News Cycle. I'm Max Davis-Hasfield. Coming up, Davis community members held a candlelight vigil on Saturday night to show support for Ukraine. And we check in on Davis's sister city in Ukraine, Uman. Today is Monday, February 27th. After weeks of escalating tensions and diplomatic failures, Russia began its invasion of Ukraine on Thursday, February 24th. There's been widespread shelling of much of the country, and troops are marching towards the capital. Uman, a city in central Ukraine, is one of Davis's sister cities, and has had a long connection to our town. We're joined now by John Childs, the chairman of the Uman Davis Sister City Project. Welcome to the news cycle. Are you able to tell us kind of what it's like in Uman right now? In Uman, it's, I, I don't think it's uh, what we can imagine like in Davis. The descriptions that I got from the mayor's office on Friday that there was bombing and shelling outside the city. So the city let the teachers and the schools know that they were going to close and send the kids home so that they would possibly be semi-safe when that happened on Monday. And one of the teachers that we brought over uh, on the Davis Uman Sister City project, we brought a, a teacher by the name of Toma. Mm-hmm. And she emailed another teacher here in town who teaches in the elementary school, uh, Sue Britt, the message that she was loading her, her children in the car and getting ready to leave town because they thought that they were going to be shelled, you know, in, in the town of Uman. She and her children went to stay with family members that live in villages, smaller villages outside of Uman. That's like if we went to Esparto and her husband stayed in town because the the men were asked to stay in town to help protect it from the Russian soldiers. And also they, they tried to keep up the infrastructure of the town the electricity, the water system, the sewage system, things like that. And hopefully that doesn't get damaged, but they needed people like that to be, you know, stay, stay around. Mm-hmm. So would you be able to give us a brief explanation of the Sister City program and kind of how it works? Well, the Sister City program is very interesting. In the United States, it's an all-volunteer program where citizens like like the citizens of Davis want to have uh, an exchange, a cultural exchange, uh, educational exchange, and things like that, exchanges with other countries around the world. Back in, I think, 1985, there was a group of people here in Davis that picked up on the idea of a sister city program, and they picked the city of Uman. As far as Uman goes, the first trip uh, was, I think, in 86 or 87. We had city council people and business people and educational people affiliated with UC Davis that went over to Uman on the first visit. Wow, it sounds like a really long history. So what do you think this invasion will mean for the city and the program? Well, that's a good question. I really don't know because... How far is Russia going to go? And so I, I can't tell you. I can't. I'm just hoping 
that Ukraine and the Ukrainian people, uh, which was a peaceful nation prior to this invasion, and, and you can see how the feeling of the Ukrainian people are, where they definitely want to fight to the end to keep in what they, what they have now. Because a lot of these people, not your generation, but the generations before, lived under communism and the rule over there. And uh, it, it's a quite a bit different lifestyle that most Americans have no idea about. I feel I'm very, very blessed that I was born in the United States and I have been raised here and lived here all my life. So what do you think, from your perspective, is the best thing that the U.S. can do to help Ukraine? Well, there's a lot of different things that can help. One of the things that is a non-military one is they need a lot of bandages, and they need a lot of medicine in case of the people that get hurt. Uh, they need supplies like toilet supplies and hygienic supplies that people need to survive with. So, very lastly, how do you think this invasion will affect us in Davis, if at all? Well, the other question you can, might ask, how is this thing in Ukraine going to affect the whole world? And it, it's affected the world all the way around. If you see in some countries where there's a lot of people that are not happy and protesting what has happened, because they are all backers of Ukraine because it was a free society in a free country. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add about Ukraine or Umam? Well, I put it this way. I'm, I feel very, very sorry for the whole situation of what is going on and what's happening there. Uh, it's a real beautiful country. The people are just more than genuine nice. They're no different than people here in Davis. You know, we all want the same thing. Uh, we all want a good family. We want to raise our kids. And we want our children to do better than what we did and have a good life. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. And I really hope things go better in Ukraine. We're keeping our fingers crossed and hoping that that, that really does happen. We turn now back to Davis, where the community held a candlelight vigil on Saturday, February 26th. The Hub's Shira Kalish was at the vigil and has this story. On Saturday, February 26th, Davis community members held a candlelight vigil at Central Park at 6.30 p.m. to stand in solidarity with the Ukrainian people amidst the recent Russian invasion. Community members Deirdre and Daniela Larson organized the event. Deirdre said she intended for it to be a space for people to gather in hope of a more peaceful world. Like, I don't even know why I did this except my heart feels broken. And I see brave and strong and hurting people in the Ukraine. And I want to support them and I don't know how. But I believe that if people gather together and share their grief or their sadness or their frustrations or anger, I think that can help all of us feel a little more empowered and then maybe become a little more creative and find what can we do to help. The crowd stood in a circle holding candles as different members of the Davis community spoke about the conflict. At one point, people sang the Ukrainian national anthem, and afterwards, an attendee recited the English translation to the crowd. 
nor its glory and freedom. Luck will smile on us brothers, Ukrainians. Our enemies will die as the dew does in the sunshine. And we too, brothers, will live happily in our land. We'll not spare either our souls or bodies to get freedom. And we'll prove that we brothers are cousin kin. Barbara Wochuk, a second-generation Ukrainian with three grandchildren who are Davis High alumni, came to the vigil wearing traditional Ukrainian clothing. We keep the traditions alive as best we can in our family, and what's inspiring now is with this conflict, I feel like our children have become more Ukrainian, as have a lot of people who have even a little bit of Ukrainian ancestry in them, and also um, They've lived a very privileged free life here in the United States, and they're appreciating the fact that their grandparents and great-grandparents emigrated and gave them this freedom. Katya Basilashvili, who is from the country Georgia, attended the event. She said this issue was close to home because her country had a war with Russia in 2008, and several Georgian regions are still currently occupied by Russia. We are very afraid because we know how it feels and how it happens in the country. War is very, very dangerous and difficult thing. So uh, uh, when I'm looking the videos and lives, what's happening in Kiev and in different uh, cities, I'm just there and I know what's it, what is this and what does it feel. So if Russia is not stopped soon, I think he will come <laughs> with Georgia again, and so I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. Gloria Partida, mayor of the city of Davis, attended the vigil and told the crowd that she is proud to represent a community that cares deeply enough to come together when there is a crisis or injustice in the world. The helplessness sometimes can be so heavy, and when we gather together, it lifts that heaviness. Davis community member Judy Leatherman played a Ukrainian song called Marusia on her violin for the crowd. For BlueDevilHub.com, this is Shira Kalish reporting. We join our city in wishing luck to those fighting for the future of Ukraine. The News Cycle is a production of Blue Devil Hub in association with the Davis Enterprise. Daniel Luis Jimenez starts our theme music. The program is produced by Stella Mays and Max Davis Housefield, our executive producer, is Jihan Moon. Stay safe, have a good week, and we will see you next time.